0: We've all seen the show Cash Cab over the years for many years. Cash Cab marathons at the Carriker household many weekends over the course of time. And ben Bailey was the host of Cash Cab, and he's on tour now as a stand-up comic and at the Funny Bone at Westport tonight, and he's with us in studio. Ben, good to see you. How are you doing? Pretty good, man. Barely awake, but still happy to be here. How's yeah. it going, you guys? So stand-up comics that work late at night, 7.30 is not really the mix, is
1: it? No, no. I've got, I got about three hours in. I got into town at like 2.30 in the morning. So, uh, but yeah, things are good, man. I've been out on tour for the last month and a half, and it's going to go all the way. I have a little break in July and August, but then I'm, other than that, I'm out there until November.
2: out actually lo- December now. So I-, I love the show. I, I got to oh, know thanks, what was man. some
1: of the craziest moments you had in those cabs. Oh my God! I mean, we did about <laughs> I don't know, you know somewhere close to ten thousand games uh-huh. in the cash cab. So the crazy moments, there's so many of them. The ones that first come to mind, like one time I picked up this guy, I was like, you know, because everybody in the chase vehicle could hear me, Uh even though I'm in the cab alone looking for people. Yeah. I was like... I just go. I have to pick up this guy, <laughs> and I pull over. And this guy, I'm like six, six, 230, right? Mm-hmm. This guy was like dwarfed me. He's huge, enormous man in a rabbit costume,
0: <laughs> oh,
1: okay. a giant velour rabbit suit. The guy had to be like six, eight, 300 pounds, really huge guy. And he gets in, and he's just got like a really negative attitude, and he's really grouchy. And I'm like, what is going on with this guy? How are you dressed like that? that? at at this time of day, and you're in a bad mood, you know, like, someone made you put that suit on or something, he didn't end up playing, like, he didn't want to be on TV in his outfit, but it was absolutely hilarious, we just couldn't stop laughing for the whole day.
2: Well, and that's what I was going to ask you, because I always wondered with watching that show, like, there was a lot of people who were really good at answering those questions, knowing the trivia very well. Did you guys... I mean, you just literally saw someone on the street and you'd be like, okay, let's give that person a shot. And were there times that you just had to completely scrap it? It didn't go well.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, there's plenty of times. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of times. Sometimes the people would just be duds kind of like yeah. i'd be like you're in the cash cab and they'd be like okay
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you can just kind of hear everyone like uh okay. we're gonna have a camera problem on this one guys okay and you know so we like throw that game away
0: <laughs> ben bailey with us on 101 espn and by the way tickets uh for the funny bone just uh, google funny bone stl and you can get tickets to see ben tonight
1: and two shows tomorrow is that correct yeah i think one tonight, one, or, one tonight. no Two and two. Two, two, and, tonight, and, okay, two and two. Tomorrow at the good old Westport Funny Bone. Mm. Yeah.
0: It's going to be great. So, the ever accurate Wikipedia says that you were offered a job as a bouncer at a comedy store. You are, as like you mentioned, big uh, 66230. How, how did the bouncer thing work? If indeed Wikipedia is right, which is about 50 50. Well, it's about 50 50
1: right about that. <laughs> I actually, it was the comedy store in LA, uh-huh. uh, and I got it, offered a job answering the phones. And okay. That's how I ended up working there. But I, while I was there, I worked as a bartender and a bouncer too.
0: So okay, and, and is that how your
1: your stand up career got underway, or were you all It in is. It? Yeah, like I I stumbled into it. I moved to L A. to get into movies. I always mm. loved movies growing up, and I wanted to work in film. You know, like so. Um, however many kids move to Los Angeles mm. to get into movies when they're mm-hmm. twenty. <laughs> uh, but I stumbled into stand up. I ended up getting a job at the club and. Uh, the places weren't full back then like they are now you know now you can't get you, know, you can't get everybody in yeah. back then we were like trying to get people to come into the shows and uh so i they would ask you to stick around like here's a couple of drink tickets at the end of your shift S- you know go sit in one of the rooms and be part of the audience so i started watching comedy and i really hadn't watched a lot at that point in my life and i was just like man i f- i feel like i could do this you know mm. uh-huh. uh and the guy offered me to do it I was telling a crazy story in uh, in the green room, which is where I would sit to answer the phones back then. And these guys thought I was a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> the guy said, how long have you been doing stand-up? And I was like, oh, I just started. <laughs> <laughs> like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't realize that part. But so then he offered me to, you know, why don't you do my show Saturday night? I said no because I was terrified. But he gave me his business card, luckily, because mm. the next day I was like, man, I don't have anything going on. I might as well try this. Awesome soon as I said the first line that I ever said on stage I was I knew I said I uh, I was really nervous coming up here and I and I remembered from the Brady Bunch to just picture all of you in your underwear,
2: <laughs> and I
1: told this like, big heavy guy that he looked great in his in those panties or something. And I got a laugh, and that was it. I'm like, oh man, this is this is where I'm gonna live right here, you know. And that's that'll be 30 years ago in December. Great. That's great, awesome, Ben. What so, do you think about the state of comedy right now with cancel culture, having to be careful on the stage with what you say or don't say? What are your thoughts about that? Uh, I'm luckily kind of somewhat immune to that i don't want to say i don't want to jinx myself but like i don't write about stuff that's shocking i don't like uh i don't do anything that's kind of in that area Mm -hmm. i think it's you know i think it's rotten that people could just have everything sort of ripped away from them because of one thing that they might have said right it doesn't seem right on the other hand it's kind of nice that people are getting flack for saying things that are inappropriate and mistreating other people so you know but Like I said, luckily I that's not where I'm inspired to write. Mm -hmm. The area, you know, like I write about silly I end up with all these bird jokes for some reason. I
2: don't know why. You can, you can like give every, us a bird joke. We have a segment called Bird Watch. So if oh, you, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. I just have all kinds
1: of jokes about birds, and I really don't know why it keeps happening. But I just write about weird stuff, you know, wordplay and and silly little things that we all do. You pull on a door that says "push on it," that kind of stuff. Oh, hey, well, that, that, this is yeah. her. That's that's me. Did you do that? I can
2: never. We have so many doors in this building that go different directions, and I can never figure out and remember. But I'm new here. I'm still trying to figure out which ones I push and which ones I pull. And Carrie caught me the other day trying to like <laughs> figure this out. You just like
1: push it on one and it. it says pull, pull, pull right on it. it.
2: Because there's like, but then the next go. door you pull. And I'm like, what is this? What's <laughs> wrong with this door? Yeah.
1: Can, a can really confusing. that joke if you want. Oh, I already <laughs> okay. do. I wrote like, it like 20 years ago. If you, pull, if you walk up to a door and it says pull or push on the other side backwards and then you're trying to like make a little like oh my god i
2: don't know know what to do i'm just gonna walk right into this thing yeah we we should just have a universal like way the direction that doors go
1: both both Here's a great one. Yeah, I
2: like that. I Here's like a great
1: that. little sign on the door. Please use other door. <laughs> yes. and you're like, why are you bringing me over here? Just send me back over there. Just put it on the one that you're going to use. Yeah. So, please use this door. Or, or <laughs> just please use. It's like, so why does this so door exist? Just say, this yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: You still know. Yeah. Bailey, that's such an interesting way that you got started. So, with that being the case, did you have any inspirations in terms of comedy? Because obviously, Seinfeld did all of his observational stuff. Stephen Wright did yeah. all kinds of ins- inspirational uh,
1: uh, observational stuff. Any inspirations comedically? Well, I, I remember watching George Carlin as a little kid mm-hmm. when I obviously should not have been. Yeah. <laughs> and like I think a lot of us did. Yeah. And I was inspired by that. My dad is a very funny and sarcastic guy. My grandfather on my mom's side was a storyteller and a really funny, like he just made us laugh all the time mm-hmm. when we were little kids. And, you know, I think I developed a sense of humor uh, as a coping mechanism, you know, like when when things were not good. I would always try to lighten it up with a laugh, you know? Uh I had no idea that it would be my future profession, but I think that's really where it came from. But there's plenty of funny funny people that inspired me. Some in my family, some comedians, you know, George Carlin and, like, Bill Hicks. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing him on, like, a young comedian special when I was a little kid. And so I would, like, do routines and stuff already when I was a kid. Cool. And, And so by the time I was actually doing it on a stage in a comedy club... It was like, oh, wait a minute, that's someone else's joke from <laughs> like but I've been doing it. I've been getting laughs with it since I was 11, you know. So, I'm going to have to I got to write my own stuff now. <laughs>
2: Well, and obviously everybody asks you about cash cab and stuff. Did, were you able to do stand up during that time? And is it nice? I know that I'm sure you enjoyed your time with cash cab, but is it nice to get well, back into stand up?
1: <laughs> cash <laughs> cab was really, really tough. Really, it's a, like, the hardest that. job I ever had. Really, and I worked like manually, like I worked roofing, and hmm. you know, nothing ever wiped me out like doing cash cab, Why driving a be? cab and running a game show at the same yeah. time is the most physically and mentally exhausting thing Hmm. i've ever done and i so i couldn't do i tried i would try to go to the clubs after a day i'd be driving that cab for like 12 14 hours a day
2: wow Wow. for one for one shoot
1: for one shoot day you know we'd get like as many games as we could in that day uh but i'm sure it was illegal (laughs) 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 i'm sure there was like a legal limit that we went way beyond trying to make the show but so you know as a comedian like if you take off a month it's an eternity. Mm-hmm. And to try to get back right where you want to be after that, it's really tough. So I would try. I'd be like, I can't go weeks without doing stand-up, you guys. You're killing me here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to the clubs and try to do And I just couldn't do it. I was just too exhausted mm-hmm. and yeah. angry. <laughs> and all this road rage and I'd like, take out on the crowds. And, like, this isn't working. I'm just going to have to bail until we're done shooting. Yeah. So By it kind of knocked yeah. me out of the game for a while. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: By the way, Ben, it's it's always fun to be in a New York cab because you never know when it's going to be like an amusement <laughs> park. Were you the amusement yeah. park
1: type? driver or? not with contestants in the cab but but we had some fun and,
0: and you're a licensed cab driver too that's not anymore no okay you were uh, but
1: i was i had to become a licensed cabbie to do the show yeah yeah but we used to i never. i don't think i ever told anybody <laughs> this on the radio or anywhere <laughs> recorded uh we used to race back to the office at the end of the day we'd be like all right that's the last game and the director would be like that's a wrap and we'd be like the guy that drove the other van and I would look at each other, and we would just jump in, and, and didn't want to be in the back of the cash cab on the way back to the office. It was, would have been terrifying. Oh.
2: So you're saying you don't get the urge now to maybe moonlight, get back into some, maybe just even Uber driving now. You have Uber now.
1: I, you know, it's funny. A lot of people f- are, feel the opposite, especially in the world of comedy. But, like, I never wanted to be a game show host.
2: <laughs> <Really> <laughs> I know
1: plenty of people are like, I, I, all I ever want to do is be a game show host. Yeah. I never wanted to. And it, so it, it was kind of something that came my way that wasn't exactly what I was looking for. Uh, not complaining or anything, because, I mean, obviously you take the, past, the, the paths that come to you. But uh, so I'm not real anxious to. <laughs> To, to bring it back, because everybody already knows me as that guy when yeah. I've been doing stand-up for almost 30 years, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's been a battle to be like, no, this is what I do. People right. still come out and expect I did an interview yesterday for a show, upcoming show up in Rhode Island, and the, the guy was like, so do you integrate like a, a game show, sort of a <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> trivia quiz <laughs> show into your stand-up yeah. performance? And I was like, no. <laughs> And then just quiet. <laughs> just quiet on the line. I just like waited it out. It's like no, <laughs> and I will not elaborate anymore. But, so it's been a little bit of a struggle to sort of identify myself outside of it. So I'm, yeah, I, I'm not super anxious to get it going again. Well, that's, but that said, if they offered, I would I would have to do it. I think. <laughs> and
0: you've got a good room at Westport, and I love talking to comedians because low mm. ceilings are where it's at. That's a really good, yeah.
1: intimate room. The funny bone, uh, you know. They must have designed it perfectly. Whenever they did, because they haven't changed the
0: thing. Right, no, they haven't.
1: <laughs> but it is a great room. It's a fun,
0: fun room to perform yeah. in. And you'll have a great crowd. You've got uh, seven o'clock tonight. Uh, special uh, No, 7 o'clock tomorrow i I got to read this 7 tomorrow and 9.30 I don't, I don't
1: know Oh, here we go All I, I have to do to like is scroll If Randy 7.30, Yeah, <laughs> 7.30, 9.30 7 7 tonight 9:30, so, all For spe- once, I actually know what time <laughs> <of
0: shows are>. <laughs> 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 All special engagements seven thirty nine thirty tonight 7.00, <laughs> 9.30 tomorrow And just go to uh, stlouisfunnybone.com And get your tickets to see Ben Bailey Good to meet you Great to have you with us in studio, Ben thanks thanks so much much you Thank you so much, guys Yeah, really nice meeting you We have appreciate it Have a great day, guys Ben Bailey, he'll be at the Funny Bone at Westport twice tonight, twice tomorrow.